three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both bagel makers and pot-bellied pigs. A finer pair we've never had in this thingamajig. So why don't we bring them up and show them both around? Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. <laughs> now that's a theme song. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Oh, Unifier. Would that we had two test subjects for a unification. Uh, what am I saying? We can get two test subjects right now. Two more test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. Oh, 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 quite a pair. Welcome aboard the Unifier. Whoa. Uh, Taylor, translator, please. Welcome. I, I understand you're, you may be a little disoriented. What's going on here? What am I smelling here? You know, uh, that's probably dependent on whoever was in the unification chamber last. I believe it was a gibbon, but I may be misremembering things. I am Professor Jameson Burkhead, and you've been teleported to my laboratory slash space station for the purposes of uh, being part of the greatest scientific experiment in human history. So congratulations to you both. What an honor. Th- thank you so much for, for having me. Okay, okay. This is interesting. Uh, yes, uh, hopefully it will be. I'm just going to seal the two of you inside this chamber here. Okay. And can you see me up here in the observation booth? Oh, yes. Hi, Professor. Yes. Well, good. Uh, we're looking for the places where your minds overlap to create a state of mental harmony that we call unification. Well, I can't wait to get into it. I've never been in a place like this. It's so clean. Uh, honestly, it's nice to hear someone call the unifier clean, because frequently we get complaints that it's a little dirty. Yeah, I'm used to a pretty clean place, and I gotta say, this is kind of dirty. Uh, I would not prepare food in this environment. It's not meant to be a food prep station. Well, it couldn't be. Okay, well, I'm saying it's, it, it's not supposed to be. Sure. Why don't we introduce ourselves and uh, get to know each other a little better? Uh, you on left. Why don't you tell us who you are and where you're from? Animal. Introduction. Well, my name is Polly, and I'm a pot-bellied pig. And, yeah, I live on a, a little farm, a little animal sanctuary farm with a lot of other animals. And, wow, I'm just sorry, this is just so different. I'm excited to be here. Glad to hear it. I imagine the Unifier probably is a big change from if you're living on a farm. Yeah. It's just like there's no, like zero animals around here. So like, it's totally fine to be here, but yeah, I'm like wilding out here. (laughs) You know, if it becomes overwhelming, we can certainly take a break. But in the meantime, uh, why don't we meet your compatriot here? Uh, You on the right, why don't you tell us who you are, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Human, introduction. Yeah, well, my name is Barney. I make bagels here in Los Angeles. I think, in my opinion, at least the bagel capital of, of the United States, maybe the world. Barney, I'm not a bagel expert, but I don't think anyone would call Los Angeles the bagel capital of the world. I did say it was in my opinion, so I'm not necessarily speaking for anyone else, but I do believe it is, in fact, 
the place where you're going to get the best bagels. And I have people from Kansas, uh, from Florida, from New Mexico who come and tell me these are the best bagels that they've ever had. And that to me is pretty conclusive. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, you've got a lot more data on it than I have. <laughs> That's certainly true. Sorry, so you're saying bagel. What's a bagel exactly? It's a soft, pillowy, chewy mound of dough with a little hole in the middle. It's almost like a donut. Okay, very good. And you make these? I make the bagels themselves, and then I also prepare my sandwiches, right? So I make a bagel. I can put some cream cheese on there. I can put some different meats, some cheeses, some seven veggies. I mean, I, I'll put whatever you want on a bagel for you. Veggies? Oh, okay. I'm interested. I'm listening. I have to say, Polly, you'd probably enjoy a bagel. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and the shape is what I really can't get over. I mean, who's putting holes in most foods, right? Yeah, I mean, there are donuts, but that's more of a dessert experience, whereas the bagel is, is a meal. Yeah, and I have to poke the hole in each individual one. You shape the dough, and then you have to poke that hole in seven to 800 bagels every day. You know, Barney, we're, we're talking so much about it. Why don't you tell us, uh, what's a regular day like for a bagel maker? Oh, well, i got to be in work at about 4, 4.30. Oh, my. We've prepped the bagels the day before. They've been proofing overnight. Okay, now, now proofing. So what that means is we put it in a fridge overnight and the dough will rise and we'll be ready in the morning for you know us to put it in the oven and bake it. Otherwise, you have a flat bagel. We have a flat bagel and no one wants a flat bagel. Unless they do, because we made flat bagels too. We'll give you what you want. you know. So I come in, take those bagels out of the fridge, and then those puppies go in the oven and I'm baking 800 bagels. How big of an oven must you have to get 800 bagels at the same time? We stagger them, so we bake them at such a high heat that they can go pretty quickly. And it's just trays, and each oven can hold about 15 to 20 trays of bagels, and each tray has maybe 15 bagels, so... Boy, that's a lot of bread. It's a lot of bread, and you know what? It smells heavenly. Boy. Oh, it's it's a cacophony, a kaleidoscope of beautiful smells. Oh, man. I, my snout would go crazy in there, yeah. You know, honestly, Barney, you were really making me realize that I did not have breakfast today, and boy, that was a mistake. Oh, you gotta get yourself a bagel. Yeah, well, I wish... Okay, hopefully you can't hear my stomach grumbling from up here in the observation booth. I can hear it a little bit, but it's okay. Oh, dear. Oh, what I wouldn't give for one of your bagel sandwiches, Barney. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't mean to uh, create any tension here, but I would say one of my most popular sandwiches is probably a bacon, egg, and cheese on, on a bagel. Barney, you're really speaking my language. Oh. Oh, man, I was really, I was liking you, Barney. Uh... Yeah, well, I felt like it would be dishonest if I didn't. I mean, it's our, mo- it's just our most popular breakfast sandwich. Yeah, maybe we, we get off the topic of, of bagel sandwiches uh, for a moment and uh, Polly, we've heard about Barney's day. Why don't you tell us what's a regular day like for a pot-bellied pig? I'm one of those pigs that is actually mostly a, a pet. Uh, I'm not I'm not one that you eat. Mostly my day is pretty dang nice. You know, I, I wake up and I hang out with my friends. I go over to the mud. I roll around a bit. I get a lot of sniffing in, a lot of smelling. I'm going all over, smelling my friends, smelling my food. And I coat myself in the mud in time for the sun to come up because I don't know if you know this, but we can actually get sunburned just like humans can. Oh, really? Yeah, we got to be real careful in the sun. So I put on my mud as my sunscreen. And then at some point, you know, I'll probably get hosed down just to clean up a little bit. Sure. I do spend a a lot of time thinking, you know? Pigs are, we're really smart. I've heard that about pigs as one of the more intelligent mammals. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoy, you know, conversing with everyone on the farm. Can I ask what you, what do you eat? Or do you eat mud? Or what do you, what do you, what are you feasting on over there? Eat mud? Barney. I don't eat the mud, although I will say it, it can get mixed into to what I have. My humans like to give me lettuce, peas, carrots. Sometimes they'll throw in a whole pumpkin into my pen and boy, oh boy, do I eat well on those days. Uh, well, it seems like we're getting along quite well here. Uh, why don't we deactivate the suspension fields, keeping us separate from one another, and uh, we may interact with each other physically if we so desire. Deactivating force field. Okay. Oh, 
smoke. Yeah, okay, I get the mud smell now. It's just, it's really, <laughs> I don't mean to. No, no, none taken. I, I, I live in this stuff. And I imagine the smell I'm getting off of you is is these sweet, sweet bagels. I'm, I'm. <laughs> Sorry, well, just be careful. That's flour, so you don't want to, I don't know oh, how that's okay, going to interact. Okay, it's, okay. Yeah, it gets all yeah. over my pants here. Yeah, yeah. I just, thank you for opening me up to to this sort of new world of bagels. A tasty bread in a fun shape. This, <laughs> this is pretty exciting. People will come in and they'll have sometimes what sound like to some people, some kind of crazy requests for the kind of sandwiches they want. But I feel like my role as a bagel maker is not to judge. Let me throw a, a bagel idea at you. How about some watermelon? Uh, maybe some peas? And how about some lima beans? Maybe some green beans as well? And we'll put that on, on, on a pumpkin bagel. So a lot of those ingredients you listed, I would say we don't have those at the store. But you know what? I can make a special. Are you nibbling my foot? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you want to just clean it off? I mean, you may as, you may as well. Yeah, yeah. I suppose we shouldn't be surprised if pig is going to eat up all those bagel crumbs. I mean, pigs are sort of meant to weigh a lot. Isn't that right, Polly? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we get up to like 150 pounds. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm hoping to be. And Polly, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's not even one of the larger kinds of pig. No, no. In fact, that's one of the things people like about us and why they want us to be pets is like a dog, we can kind of coexist with humans pretty nicely. But also I love getting outside and hanging out with my my friends, the goats and the chickens and, and everybody too. You know, I have to say, Polly, you sound like a real sociable animal. Thank you for noticing that. And yeah, Barney, I'm just having an absolute blast getting to know about you and your career. And, and I just think being around everybody and talking to everybody, that's where our best ideas come from, right? I think so. I often get my best bagel ideas talking to customers. They'll come in and say, what if you had this kind of bagel? And it's like, interesting. Because it's like they come back to the store and the bagel that they suggested is now on the menu. And they get, you know, it's it's fun. If you ever, you know, need somewhere to dispose of those bagels. We throw them in the trash at the ones that we don't sell afterwards. Oh, well, that doesn't seem right. There's probably pigs all over the place that would be, that would be maybe even human beings that would that would be thrilled to have those. It definitely doesn't feel great to do every time I do it. That's a lot of food waste. And that's really something, you know, on my farm, there is no food waste because you got Polly. How do you think you would handle, say, 150 bagels at about 2 p.m., 3 p.m. on a given day? I'd I'd have to get my eyes on these bagels and try to get a sense of the scale. But I I could see myself definitely putting away about three or four. And then I'm going to have to put the call out to my community. But I think between probably everybody on the farm and and the humans could could probably handle a couple of them as well. You know, I think we could do it. This is interesting to me. This is very interesting. Well, while we consider that, why don't we move to the next phase of the experiment? Uh, This is the introduction of a random object, a.k.a. the IRO. Uh, Taylor, you want to go ahead and drop in the IRO? Introduction of random object. Taylor, did you? Sorry, I heard something. I'm having trouble seeing. Oh, it's a toothpick. Oh. This is an individually uh, plastic-wrapped toothpick. People get a lot of seeds in their teeth, so uh, we give these to each customer so that they don't have to walk around with sesame seeds, uh, poppy seeds, onion. Yeah, wait, let me, can I see that? Yeah, yeah, here you go. Oh, yeah, it's kind of po- pokey on the end. Yeah, oh, okay. My, my humans sometimes use these to uh, to clean my hooves out a little bit because they can get kind of muddy. Well, so for you, it's more of a hoof pick. We should send some of those to your farm. Yeah, I guess the wood is wrapped in plastic. I mean, pretty hard for a farm animal to grasp, but plus all the waste. Yeah, that doesn't always feel great. Yeah, maybe you could uh, just put loose toothpicks in, the, in a little container without the plastic. Okay, that's very interesting. I hadn't thought about that at all. You guys are giving me a lot of ideas today. You have this information now, Barney, and I think you can choose to do a different thing going forward. And I, as I've said, I'm happy to help you out. I'm happy to get in there and sniff around, see what I like, and, and take a bunch of them back to my farm. Polly, I do have to be honest with you. I think by the time a California bagel got to Illinois, it would not be as an appealing a treat anymore. 
Yeah. Well, do you, you, you know science, right? Do you have any sort of transporter way of getting a bagel across a bunch of states? Polly, it takes our solar panels nearly a whole week to gather enough energy to use the transporter on the Unifier. I can't just be ordering bagels with it. Okay, well, obviously we'd have to do a sort of cost-benefit analysis of the expenditure of energy and find out whether it's worth it for the savings of bagels. But I think if you put Barney in the Unifier with the bagels, then Barney comes out, then I come in, then I leave with the bagels, right? We can transfer the bagels using the Unifier, No. I really have some concerns that even in the unifier, that the freshness will not be retained. You know, Barney, you know how you said you, you listen to the customers, right? When they want a particular sandwich, you make it for them and you trust them and their culinary choices, right? And I'm telling you, a day old bagel to me and to my buddies on the farm, we don't care. In fact, I'm requesting. I'd like to, I'd like to place an order for a dozen day old bagels, please. A dozen Dale bagels. This is great because you're right, you're so right. I have served humans exclusively, and I forgot that pigs have different standards. I actually think sort of the dryness from this could be really tasty for me to chomp on. Also, hens and chickens love to peck it dry bread. Oh, you should meet my friend Helen. She will go nuts for a stale bagel. You know, I've 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 messed up bagels in the past, and they were way too dry. I could purposely make some super dry, crispy bagels for you if you'd like. If that would even be better. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you're taking requests, I. Connection. Building. <laughs> Our unification is skyrocketing with this potential bagel order. Barney, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you back to Earth, but change your place with some old bagels from your shop. You'll go back to Earth. The bagels will come here, and then I'll send Polly back to her farm with a whole bag of old bagels. I love it. Polly? Yes, this is great. I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Unification complete. And believe it or not, this bagel order has resulted in a full unification. Congratulations to you both. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Our greater understanding of the eating habits of different species has put us over the top. Polly, can I just say, I feel like I've learned so much from you today, I, you know. Oh, and, and likewise, you know, as, as I said, I love meeting people and, and I've never met someone in your profession and I just feel like you taught me so much. I felt a little guilty over something I said earlier and I wanted to, I kind of want to make something right here. Sure. I don't think I should still serve bacon, egg and cheese. Now that I've met you, Polly, I, I just I, I just don't feel good about it. That means a lot to me and I think this is just such a good example for everyone out there that uh, humans and animals can learn a lot from each other. And I am grateful for your contributions toward the experiment. Uh, however, we must initiate this energy transfer immediately. Uh, otherwise, we lose our window. Barney and Polly, farewell! Oh, Taylor, I, I saw a giant bag of bagels briefly appear in the unifier and then disappear, so I think the transfer has happened. Oh, but why didn't we put in our own order for bagels? Because this is the time! Maybe, Taylor, we could spend a little energy just to get some fresh bagels up here. You're right. We we just can't spare the power. Yeah, maybe next time. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? 
Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history.